Hey, what's up, everyone? Bruce Moore here from the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Before we get started in today's show, I want to tell you about our friends over at the Highbrow Drivel Podcast. Man, I stumbled across this podcast just recently, and I can't say enough about it. These guys found a way to pair guest stand-up comedians with world-leading experts in their field of knowledge, resulting in a podcast that is as funny as it is informative. I never would have thought that I would spend the time to listen to a podcast that talked about the orgasm gap, dinosaurs, or how self-awareness works in the brain. But I can tell you, I laughed and learned all the way through this. My favorite episode was whether or not humans will colonize Mars, and I have my own take on it, but... I encourage you to click on the link below or go to highbrowdrivel.com for some great laughs and even more knowledge. Uh, my name is Paul Michael. I'm Cal Stamp. We're in the band of Record Heat. And you are listening to the Brutally Delicious podcast with our man Bruce Moore. And we're. I think uh, I'm. Go ahead. Okay, great. Uh, I was going to say, uh, Steve. Steve just uh, emailed. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, he's not going to be able to make it today, unfortunately. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't see it yet. Probably... But that's okay. I usually have a partner, but she's sick this, today as well. So we'll just make it all work. <laughs> cool. well, well, thanks for make it all, figure it all out. Oh yeah, thanks for joining me. Um, where are you? Where are you guys located at? You're in New York. Yeah, New York. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, okay, area. cool. Uh, or actually, I was in I was in I was in Ridgewood, I was Queens, and then like in and and Steve's in um, Greenpoint, and okay. then uh, not Cobble Hill. What's the other hill? Somewhere anywhere. I was I'm originally right. from All Long right. Island. Yeah, I'm originally from Long Island, and actually worked in a bunch of studios in New York City for years. Oh, cool. Yeah. Where'd yeah. you work? I worked at the Hit Factory for a while as an intern and an assistant, and then at Soundtrack for about ten years as an engineer way oh back. that's awesome yeah right, way cool way, way back in the hip-hop days <laughs> it was all hip-hop and rap back oh no kidding then, oh, yeah yeah great. yeah like public enemy heavy d you know that kind of yeah, weird stuff. yeah yeah so it was cool but... oh that's awesome were you on the you, you, yeah it's cool all right all right that's yeah. I mean, it's good stuff though <laughs> oh yeah it was great i mean great experiences i had a lot of fun but I'm we're so not cool. here to talk about me so let's talk about uh you guys can you give us the uh <laughs> <laughs> can you give us the uh the two second boardroom pitch for those not familiar. Okay. Uh, uh, Record Heat is an energetic uh, pop band uh, from Brooklyn, New York, that uh, likes to freak people out. I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty you know? good. You, you came that's, across that's, pretty I'll well. I'll give you the 30 seconds. 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah. That, that's great. I ask, people that, <laughs> I ask people that quite often, and it seems like uh, they're deer in headlights. They can't seem to uh, to get through that. So. Uh. Yeah, that's a, I, I start to open my mouth, and sometimes things come out that shouldn't come out, but things always come out. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. It's that's for sure. So let's talk about the uh, the new EP. Um, when is it supposed to be released? It's cool. coming up shortly, right? Uh, well, there's there's a there's one which came out in March. Right. Uh, Record Heat One. Uh, there is a new EP coming out in July. Another one. The second. Okay, I thought like it was a, June. Like right? We have like a. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so we have a, you know, we have a couple. We're gonna release three EPs total, three, three, three song EPs uh, over the course of the next year. So um, 
yeah, that's a number. The second one is coming out. It's not called two though. We decided we found <laughs> we, we figured out a name, but it's not called two. Are so, they all connected so, in theme? Um, uh, kind of. I mean, they're definitely um, all all the songs for these EPs came out of a um, you know the last last couple years. Mm-hmm. And they all are a lot more personal. It was pretty. It was pretty kind of crazy couple of years, right? We had, um, you know, we got signed to Atlantic for a hot second. Uh, we got dropped from Atlantic after a hot second. Um, you know, we got a new label. We you know we changed the name uh, from Spirit Animal to Record Heat. Right. Um, so it was kind of like it was, it was a it was a big you know personal time, introspective time. We were touring a ton, so we were together a lot, which for better or for worse, you know, kind of like. Uh, sort of as a catalyst that like, amplifies all sorts of, you know, um, interpersonal demons. Sure. Um, which makes for great, great art. You know, it makes for great writing. We, we you know, like it's a it definitely pulling from some pot. So like, so for the for this for this session, these sessions, it was all especially Steve since he's writing the lyrics. He had some stuff to get out, and it shows, and it's great. It's you know, it's a, it's a little more from the heart. Um, than what he's done in the past, which has kind of been more like uh, pop and universal sort of themes. Right. Uh, but now he's like, you know, I think he, he hit sort of a, a sort of like a, a special, a special spot, you know? Do you find that it changed your trajectory or changed your sound when he started writing more from the heart? Cause to me, pop is more bubbly and doesn't really take on the heavy issues, right? Where you kind of do so here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, definitely. For sure. For sure. Like we, we, we've never been like, sorry, when I say pop, I mean, kind of like, just like, you know, like, the, just like uh, it's pop songs, rock songs, you know, right. that, and sort of like in that genre, like, like a, that, that thing. Right. For the, for the material, we always tried to, um, you know, put in the extra effort, you know, uh, for a lot of reasons. We're all, you know, I come from like punk and hardcore. Steve's like just like this, this smart, smart dude. He's like, you know, he got 1600 SATs. He's like wildly smart. And Cal uh, is into all sorts of like, you know, like some of the, his his favorite songwriters are the classics, right? The Eagles, the, right. you know, Tom Petty's of the world, the ones that like, you know, like put a lot of effort into the craft and how they developed a song, right? And so, so, so we like to, so to hearken back to that for sure when we write anyway. So we always try to be a little smart with it. Um, and we always try to go the extra mile. And it's, it's funny because in the studio, it's, it's so funny because we like, we'll be writing and and uh, Steve's always like, it's his, it's his favorite thing to say. It's like, we can beat this. We can beat this. We can beat this. So like we will, you know, we'll, we'll, and, and, and it frustrates the hell out of me and Cal for sure. Cause we, we you know, we'll, we'll both be like, Oh, that sounds great. Okay. We're done. You know? And right. Steve will come up and be like, mm, we can beat this, you know? And so, Hey, so it's, it can be like a really, excuse me one second. Cal's here. Oh, nice. Awesome. Great. I'm getting him in. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but here he is. No, 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 no. Yeah. So let's get this guy in here. Speak, speak of the devil. Cal. Hello. Hey, can you hear us what okay? Up? I can, yeah. Sorry, I, I was in the waiting room, but it must not have been connecting or something. I don't know. I, you just showed uh, up, and I let you in as soon as I saw you, so welcome. We're just chatting. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing well. My partner's not here today. She got sick, so you're going to have to just deal with me, but I'm prepared and ready to roll. <laughs> well, same with us. Same with us. Steve's on daddy duty. I'm sure Paul already told you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Anyway, yeah, um, I was just 
I was just the part where I was like telling telling him about the um, we can beat this stuff about our our, our lyric writing process. Oh, and the the fr- the frustrations it can cause, but also the uh, the fact that it you know makes some good stuff. Happen. Yeah, yeah. Carry on. Don't let me. Uh, do you find it? Your answer. <laughs> I know. I know. Maybe you're not necessarily writing it, but do you find it cathartic? In a sense, getting that shit out there. Oh yeah, definitely. Cal, you want to take me lyrically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Especially, I'm sure. Paul, I'm not sure if you already mentioned this, Paul, but particularly on this new EP, it's all it's all pretty personal and, and it's all heavily. Um, uh, it's all about our sort of experience, ups right. and downs, highs and lows in the music business, and getting slapped around by. Everyone. All that music money. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so uh, along those same lines then, do you find that people that you've connected with reach out to you at some point, either online or at, a, I guess you haven't had shows in a while, but do you find people connecting with it and how does that make you feel? Um, well, yeah, well, the, the shows were great. I mean, like, the, like you know, we go back to, because well, we were, you know, definitely a, a touring band and a performance band. Um you know for we were just touring hard for a while and like our, our we have a really really great fan base and yeah they 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 would come up to us after the show all the time you know and and especially steve because steve would like man the merch booth and and hang out and he like he, was, he he made it a real point to connect to everybody um and so i think that point of contact and that and that that real realness uh is something that you feel and something that people react to regardless um, of the lyrical content, but yeah, especially, I mean, like there were certain things like, um, with the earlier records where we try to keep it positive and make sure there's hope and there's, you know, like sort of, a um, uh, something to work towards and, and a lot of people got that. And we had, I mean, we had like cancer survivors, you know, we had people that had like, you know, weight loss journeys, you know, like it's like a whole right. bunch of people and, and all types kind of would definitely respond to that sense of hope and sense of like we can do this we're in it together right all that stuff we like we definitely made a point to say in our work but this new ep is all despair (laughs) (laughs) and bitterness and resentment and pain (laughs) it's a lot of anger a lot of rage (laughs) i think that's one of the things that i I think that we did a nice job of if i if i can pat ourselves on the back here is that we did, did a good job i think of balancing Gen, you know, genuine expressions of of struggle and frustration with, uh, I think the record's still fun and it's still joyful and it's still got a lot of, um, I don't think you come away with it feeling like we're, you know, you listen to some bitter, bitter guys complaining about the right. record business. I think you come away with it. You know, you had a kind of a laugh with us about what it's like and, you know, and, yep. and we're still at it because we still love it. And that's why you do it. You mean you're not at it because it's paying multi-millions? Oh, well, that's the other reason. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> My so, bank account's the other reason why. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm looking at the one sheet that Claire sent over, and I've got to ask you, I usually just pick and choose from these, but tell me about writing in the bathroom. That's very interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> well... It's typically like uh, it's it's typically just kind of an escape. I grew up in a in a house that was like five people, two bedrooms, you know, three siblings, 
all in a room together. And so the only way for me to get away often was to go like lock myself in the bathroom and I would go take my music or my headphones or a book and, and I would just like hole up in there and, you know, my mom would be like pounding on the door because she wanted to use the bathroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so now, you know, in a writing session, you can often, it, all, it can become a little bit like three siblings in a bedroom or more because, sure. you know, it, you know, the producer is like playing the same measure and a half of the track over and over again and there's like three different top players going <laughs> and you're like okay i can't, can't do i can't write in this in this environment so you go lock yourself in the bathroom and and you and you work through the idea and you come out and and Voila. hopefully what's it gonna be hopefully like it's when good the boom happens because promoters <laughs> are gonna have to there's gonna be a plethora can i use that word that's a big word of shows and only so much money in most people's pockets, right? You're going to have like everybody competing for the same dollars. Uh, that's no different than how it was before. You know? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there like, will it's, be. It's, go, we're gonna, go ahead, Paul. I thought you were done. No, go ahead, Cal. Go. There, I, there will be, and here's this is something that I'm kind of like, because you just invent things to stress about. Um, oh, yeah. There will be a, more more people trying to tour at once than yes. ever and because of what because of just what happened and because of what just happened less venues in which to perform yes. than ever so i do think that at least for a, a period of time at the beginning of the glut there's going to be a bit of a, a bottleneck that yeah. might be maybe uh, festivals are the way uh, like more festivals longer. well it's going to hurt the little bands and it's going to yeah the big bands basically which is yeah. you know this is america this is like it's 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 like a, it's like the week before South by trying to get a tour uh-huh. anywhere the week before South by if, yeah, you're, if right. you're if you're on tour the week before South by and you're not going and you're going anywhere in the Southwest yeah it's awful you can't get a show within you know a thousand miles yeah, right like so that'll be that just that'll be just America <laughs> you're gonna get, you're gonna get, I mean I don't know if it's true. you're gonna get like bands like oh Green Day is gonna do a month at nine thirty club cool <laughs> like no band that should be playing nine thirty club gets to play nine thirty club. how has um, (laughs) so just uh let me go back to this what we've been dealing with for the last year for a second i touch on it how has that affected you guys and what is your takeaway from the last year year and a half of living through all this nonsense not just virus but everything in general expansive question (laughs) (laughs) we can move on if you Um, want i no, no, it's a good question. Just you got to chew on it for a second. Oh, oh no. Uh, well, we, we always say that like being in a van, stuck in a van with just mm-hmm. us for like years in a row, totally. prepped us prepped us for it. You know? <laughs> You're we, ready. We are, oh, like, oh, we, we're going to be isolated from family and friends for a long period of time. Oh, yeah. Just right. like touring. Totally. You know? Touring, so, quarantine and, and, and uh, mid, mid-level band touring is... Uh, <laughs> Very, very, they're very similar. Now you right. know what it's like to go on <laughs> right. in a sprinter. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. But uh, other than that, I mean, like it's for the, for the band itself or interpersonally, uh, it's great. You know, we were able to like kind of like uh, make some decisions regarding, you know, the, the makeup of the band and our direction and all sorts of other stuff that you need time to think about. Right. Um, so that it really, I mean, you need you need a breathing space so so again like to be like defiantly positive here uh i think that 
it's there are some good things that came about of it you know like come out come out of it it's like the the our you know our method of working kind of works because we do a lot of stuff right. online and on our computers anyway so so it just gave us breathing room and gave us time to kind of like think about what we wanted to do and and, and do it yeah okay i think i think also in defiant in defiant positivity in the spirit of defiant positivity um i think it's been good for us just as people outside of the band i just you know i enjoy paul and hanging out i enjoy hanging out with steve you know, and sometimes when you're constantly working together and playing together and living together, writing together, whatever, whatever the together is, being in a band forces you to be um, on top of each other. And this gave us a chance to kind of step back and just be friends again in a way that didn't require work. I mean, it usually involved work anyway, because right. we love to do it, but it didn't, you know, it wasn't like we have to do this thing now. It was like, hey, guys, let's hang out and maybe we'll do this or maybe we won't. So I think well, I, nice. I think I know the maybe know the answer, but I think Paul might have alluded to it earlier. Are you guys writing all together, or because of this situation, are you writing more or less like throwing emails back and forth and Pro Tools sessions or whatever? More the latter, because of the because of the obvious limitations of. Do you find that? Do you find that it's? Uh, I mean, I know it's a different process, but do you find that the outcome is different? Because I think like the old school way of writing and rehearsing, you know, all in the same room, bouncing ideas over each other makes it more organic, right? Not necessarily. Go ahead, Paul. Oh, yeah. No, I, well, yeah, I think I think we we our, our process is is generally been even in the early stages um, wasn't necessarily like as as like a band rehearsing and jamming and figuring it out. I think um, Steve comes from like a production background um you know like we all had you know have our own writing backgrounds too and so like we we come in usually with some ideas you know and mm -hmm. recently especially like you know like we it's a pretty fully formed type thing or we'll like work with someone else in a studio and do it that way um it can be just as creative as like being in a room together and i think tech since there is so much technology involved um it's actually easier if you're just in front of the computer sometime to get some of the sounds that we like to hear. Right. Um, Cause if you have, I mean, like, I have a lot of pedals, Cal can attest. <laughs> great, uh, great pedals. I, 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 great I play pedals. I play my pedals better than I play my bass, but the, <laughs> the, there's still like, a, there's still like a, like a limitation on what you can do. So like, if you're in the studio, you can, you can, you know, we like to be unlimited in how we approach. And Steve especially has like a lot of production stuff and like a lot of like blips and creaks and, you know, right. Whatnots, kind of that he likes to put in there, so it's it's really important for us to have that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Now that that how we, yeah, and then and how that kind of like kind of confers to like what you're saying though too, and we try to keep it organic in a way. It's like we get all the stuff together, we write the song, we make it happen, and then we get in a room and try to play it right. as a band. And if it clicks, we know it's good. If it's you know something that like is giving us a lot of trouble we know we have work to do on the song. And so still that band element exists. So yeah. do you, along those same lines, then do you, has there been an instance or do you find sometimes it's difficult to translate what you've written in front of your computers and whatever to the live setting or to the rehearsal room? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> because you could just layer shit on and do all kinds of crazy quantizing, but then maybe yeah. it doesn't come across live. You've come across that? 
Yeah. Well, it's not often. It's not so much the the um, the sounds. You just build so many interesting sounds, and then you the only way to get them is to play them through the speakers. <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> right. you can't get some of these pimp sounds, you know, any other way. Right. So that's usually the biggest. How do you how do you make it feel good and feel cool without without uh, just being a karaoke? Right. <laughs> karaoke right. Act, you know? That makes sense. But that's typically something that we can overcome. If the song is good, the song can transcend the arrangement, can transcend the production. Right. So, you, you know, oftentimes you if the song can't survive without some little bleep or squawk, then maybe, like Paul said, it's probably time to go back to the drawing board. Gotcha. All right. So I've got one last one because we're running out of time here. But so I, I usually ask this. What's the craziest onstage incident, failure, accident that has happened to you? And I'll give you an example. You're laughing, so you got to go to them. But let me share mine because I asked this a lot. And I was I was talking to this band from, I believe they're from Germany, Saltatio Mortis. It's like a folk metal band. And they were getting ready to play Valken, the big music festival over there. And he sat down on his drum set and a hornet flew up his shorts and stung him in the nuts. <laughs> with 30,000 yeah, 30, people ready oh. to go. So he said he played like in oh. searing pain. But I'm curious, what do you have? He played through it. Oh, we played through it. Rock and roll. A spider, <laughs> a spider, a spider did beat, did bite my uh, my situation in when we were in the studio once. Yeah. Um, but that was that's not quite as high stakes. Paul, I think you probably <laughs> got the best on stage. I mean, stage so it's a, it's a, the uh, motor motor pub yeah. of Cincinnati. Cincinnati, it's the same one. The Cincinnati pub. Uh, so uh, so it's like a tiny. It's like a bar. It's great. It's a super fun place. We were playing that like it must be this is years ago. Oh and, yeah, twenty fourteen maybe. Something. Yeah, okay. and so like so so it's this tiny stage and there's four of us in all our gear and I really like to have antics and like in you know bounce around the stage and so does Steve and I'm on the edge and so like so basically this it's like an L shape you know, it's in the corner both, both literally and, my, and metaphorically he's yeah, on the edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so, exactly. Uh, and so, like, I'm, I'm on, I'm, and then there's like on, there's like a passageway to my left to get back to the back room and the and the bathrooms, you know. Mm-hmm. And the stage is maybe, I don't know, a foot and a half high. It's not a high stage, right? And I'm raging. I'm having the best time, so good, until I miss the edge of the stage, oh. and I end up tumbling off the stage with my bass still on me and on my knees into this lady's crotch into this lady's vagina hard face no way really hard hard face right right into this lady's and who just was just like having a good time the show and it was just it was embarrassing on everyone's level on my level (laughs) on the band's level on her level i felt so bad it was just i think that was the worst sort of like i think i played through though you did play through it i played through so no damage pick myself up and no damage to the base and no damage just your pride right (laughs) <laughs> just oh yeah. yeah 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 nice. i didn't think i had any pride left and, and then it took the last you, little bit that's the end of it that was it i don't have anything else did i miss anything you guys want to cover um just our recordheat.us to just to plug yeah. Yeah. US on all the instagram you know all that sort of stuff so find us record heat us that's the way to find us um and it's yeah. us too it's not like yeah. Yeah. Slash yeah. Record Heat US and check out that new EP, Record Heat One. Yeah. 
One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a One Hit Blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.